This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is Seven two seven back. The show still on the air? Still is. Yeah. Wow. That's I mean, you wouldn't know that because you haven't been here for what seventeen weeks. Seventeen weeks. That's right. Seventeen weeks. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought I had it down pretty close. We did everything we could to drive this thing into the ground, <laughs> and they still let us come back. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I, I was thinking, we our our last day before uh, our our break was December fifteenth. You have returned on January 9th. That is nearly a month. Amazing. Nearly a month. With I mean, so I almost missed, three weeks, like two and a half weeks of vacation and then a week I, and, of And, you know, as much sickness. as I, I would obviously be beat up on, and I expect that on this program. Sure, of uh, course. I only missed three more shows than you guys did. <laughs> I missed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday last week. And Friday. And Friday. That's you four. do the Pat and Sue show on Fridays now? Wow, that's huge no, development. Wow, huge Stu. development, and we've but got a we, new extra we day. We did the Glenn Beck radio program <laughs> But we're talking about the Pat and Stu show. Right. Well, I'm talking about all of it, my friends. We're talking about all of it. It sucked, man. I, I wouldn't swear that. Oh, that, that I, on flu of, that was going around or whatever oh, it was. You had it, too. Huh? I had it, too, early oh. on in the, vac- in the vacation. I, I was starting to get really sick when we went to... So uh, <laughs> a lot of people have said that uh, on the return flight. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not usually on the way in. But it was uh, nasty. Uh, I mean, I was in bed and I, I don't usually stay in bed when I'm sick. And I was yeah. just so miserable. I just laid there. I mean, I went this past week and a half has been uh, in, in the in the uh, in the stew household has been uh, one not to fun. behold. I mean, I, did it start with the kids or no? It started with me no. on um, Saturday. Uh, so uh, over a week ago, Saturday, uh, really on Sunday is when it really started kicking in. And I was that was that that first day that they had the uh, the final week of the NFL season, and I was mm. like, 
supposed to do stuff and supposed to go all over the place and, and just I just couldn't I felt terrible mm. so I'm like I'll, I'll relax all day and I'll bounce back tomorrow next day horrible worse on Monday so then we come back from work on Tuesday I'm out Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday mm-hmm. um, and not until like halfway through Saturday do I like start feeling a little bit better and then Sunday I actually leave the home for the first time so, mm-hmm. like, I mean, legitimately, in my guest room, which I, I quarantined myself for an entire week, I was bored out of my mind. While that happened, my son uh, got sick, strep throat. Oh, man. Uh, so that was good. So I'm in the, I have the flu. He's got strep throat. My daughter has a fever, gets called home from school. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife makes it all the way until two days ago saying... Wow, this is amazing. I made it through this. I can't believe I've made it through it in this house. This is incredible. Now she's completely gone with strep. She is oh, too. So geez. she is completely debilitated today while I'm back at work. She's a total disaster. Uh, we are, I mean, it's honestly, I had the thought about halfway through this week of like, you can see how there are lost cities on the planet. Because like, this just ravaged our household for an entire week with, you know, mm-hmm. a minor disease you get a nasty thing without real advancements in med- medicine you lose cities and then all well, of a sudden there's a bunch of buildings with no people around <laughs> it get, happens that easily you get columbus bringing smallpox blankets into a, a society and you see where that gets <laughs> you, you aren't lying genocide of an entire race of people i don't think that's where i was going per, per se but I, I and there's something there yeah uh, so that was a tough week, and uh, yeah. thank you for holding that yes. for time. Yes. I, I definitely yeah. appreciate it. So Glenn actually uh, missed some time as well, I heard. Did he? Uh, so what did he? What well, happened? Yeah, he, was, he moved. He moved in the chair, he moved and he should not chair. have done that. Uh, we all know that when he sits yeah, we've down. we told him to sit in the chair and just he needs sit. To immobilize him. So we get back on, <laughs> it was last Tuesday, right? Yeah, yes. And so one hour into the show, he moved, and uh, it was over. <laughs> His back was, oh! Ah, I, mean, I don't even know why he came in. He like, should have pulled this. He told you he shouldn't have moved. Was that on the air? Moved. That he moved? And no, I mean, no, he was off the air, fortunately, no. when he moved. Was the and, the uh, and then he had to be helped from the studio and uh, <laughs> had to go to the doctor, get an injection. And then he was did the show from home. And then I he heard? did the show from Saturday. home the next day. Man. And then he was finally back on Thursday. So this is it, was, it was quite a week. I, it's amazing that like Jeffy's like the most healthy one of all <laughs> of us. It's like... Here's a guy with, as we've stated many times, a civil war of venereal diseases right. going on inside right. him at all times, keeping everything in balance. And, uh, <laughs> and you just keep <laughs> chugging, man. Just keep plugging he's along, gonna, I mean, first of all, he's obviously mm-hmm. the oldest. He's, mm-hmm. But he's going to outlive us all. Mm-hmm. He's got a freaking out. This no, he's guy, like a cockroach. He just can't I be. Thought, I think he can't be killed. That's, I actually thought about getting the flu shot this year, but I heard reports that a lot of people, uh, numerous amounts of people were getting sick. From um, the flu from shot. From the flu shot. Now, I know they tell you that you can, and, yeah, it's possible. and some people do once in a while, but I've been hearing more reports than usual of people getting sick from Well, my so wife I, was quick uh, to uh, remind me about the time when we were at Target, and she said, you should get the flu shot. And I was like, ah, I'll get it later, and then never did it. She was made, mm-hmm. she made sure that she reminded me uh, that, uh, yeah, I blew <laughs> that ugly. off, apparently. Thank you for that. <laughs> that's an ugly, that's an ugly that's, shot. Uh, that's a wonderful shot. Thank you for that. That's an ugly shot. So... Uh, it's basically nice. what happened. So <laughs> blood was shooting from every, week. every orifice, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not into the flu shot thing. I, I don't. Yeah, I know you're not a big guy, but I, I usually do get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. Of course, this is the one year I didn't get it. 
Um, and it was not because I right. was like, I'm not going to get it this year. Or I saw any reports. I was just like, you know, I never got around to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like when when I had the opportunity, we were at uh, Target or CVS or something. Where and, you can get and, it for free. Right. They line. have it for free. But, you know, that we were with the kids, and I was like, I'm not going to sit in a line mm-hmm. and wait 15 minutes while the kids are, you know, ah, I'll get it next time. And then, of course, next time never did come, did it? No. So it was a nice week. I mean, complete, completely out. Now, I will, say that, I will say that the plague does have uh, a diet benefit to it. It does, Jeffy. Thank yeah. you Man. for this. this uh, I lost 14 pounds. During, now, I gained it all back, I think, already. But I think I lost 14 pounds during that week. I did the reverse. I gained it all beforehand. <laughs> that worked and out lost. Nicely. And you might say, look, you look <laughs> just as stupid and fat as you did before. And that's because I gained like nice. 20 pounds and I lost them. I don't know how yeah. much. I didn't weigh, plague, I didn't weigh myself. The plague could have only lasted four more days. Seriously, it's a good diet, man. I mean, it is. Because I wasn't throwing up or anything. I just didn't feel like eating. Yep. It, I was yeah. so miserable. I just, I mean, I had a few bites of food and then I was done. Yep. Done. And I didn't have any desire for ice cream or any of that stuff. Nope. Which sadly has gone away. That really? You now like ice cream again? Yeah, I, I like it again. So I will say it's been a long time. That addiction sneaks a, up on you. Yeah, it does. The ice cream addiction? It does. <laughs> It's been a long time without a, a good spoon segment, man. I've missed them. Uh, yeah, you know. we, we did one last week, and, and it was uh, oh, it was potato chi- chocolate covered potato chips. Okay, which was pretty good. Yeah. Lay's chocolate covered potato chips. Oh, and you know we should probably apologize too, maybe a little bit, because uh, it was Marissa's fault. The the clump yeah, of it came out in a in a clump. And we were thinking that they needed to, <laughs> like, the shipping process. Well, needed this to be. Is, well, we found out later it was our producer Marissa's uh, issue because she put it at the floorboard, I guess, on her car, which had a heater blowing right on it. And you so mean like all was, other cars? Yes. Okay. But <laughs> but she had them blowing right onto the potato chips, okay. so which maybe, superheated them and caused them to wind up in a melted clump of potato buyer, chips. Buyer issue. Now so you're that. saying this is a uh, Marissa operator error yeah, rather absolutely. than the Lay's yes. Corporation? <laughs> it changed the taste, fortunately, and it was it was fine. We just broke off the clumps and ate them. The good thing is it gives so. you an excuse to eat more of them. Because That's look, true. Right. I can't, what am I going to do? Break into each individual what chip? What are you going to do? No, I'm going to take a clump. i got to take a clump. You break off a couple. Of clumps, yeah. but you need a clump. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So you got it. Well, I missed uh, doing this show. Uh, did uh, we missed so having fun. you? Uh, here. Thank you. Uh, uh, doing it with us. And we we've did. got a big uh, sporting day today uh, when the national championship game is tonight, right? I, I don't really care that much about I it. I don't care either. I mean, I, mean, I really like to I see care Alabama, if lose. Alabama beats Clemson or vice versa. No, I, re- I really. I would don't. really like to see Alabama lose. I am sick of them. I, I am I, too. I'm done. I, I, I am too. But I'm not passionate about it. I don't really care in any way. And they're not going to. They're, and they're not going to. What are they, six and a half point underdogs, I think? Something like that. It's not that big of a line. It's not like the uh, next week's New England-Houston game. A 16 and a half point line and a playoff that's game. That's what happens every time they play the New England yeah. Patriots. Yeah. And it is the second, I think this, the, the big, it's the biggest or second biggest line ever. I think in Minnesota, the playoffs? Yeah, for oh, a playoff wow. game Is in it history. really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I, I I'll can't bet they cover fa- too. Other than I'll a plane crash, too. cannot fathom a way Houston wins that game. No, I no, I can't either. And I'm I mean, a Texans fan. So. Maybe you know Brady getting hurt. You know, I mean that type of thing. But even then, I would still say they're the heavy favorite. If Jimmy Garoppolo starts that game, they're mm. still an eight-point favorite. Oh, Garoppolo wins that game <laughs> over the over the Texans. <laughs> Garoppolo without an offensive line. Yeah. I think his whole offensive line could go down, and the second string and the third. <laughs> And I think they still beat the Houston Texans. Well, I think they played in the third game of the season. And not only was it not Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo was also hurt. Right. And they had Jacoby Brissett in his first start, and they still blew them out. That's right. 
What was the score of that? We should look that up because that was. I, I was so disgusted. It was like okay. <laughs> I know it's tough. tough That's to watch. why when they were uh, what were they? Uh, they were six and two, I think, at one point in the season, and they were six and two or six and three, and they they were the worst six and three team of all time yeah, in the right. NFL. Yes. <laughs> Statistically, the worst six and three team. Yeah, and now they're a team that's also won a playoff game. Yeah, and again against a team that. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. yes. It was, so. There's an asterisk, but not an asterisk. So you don't have to care about asterisks <laughs> you if you win. That's what's great. But my Packers uh, won yesterday, big time uh, yeah. against uh, yeah, they did. pretty good Giants team, and I, I think maybe the best defense uh, in the NFL. And and they. They uh, scored pretty much at will in the second half. It was nice. Always good to see the Giants lose. Um, I hope to repeat uh, the fun with the, the Cowboys losing next week. I um, hope for that, too. I will be uh, rooting hard for your favorite team, uh, Pat, mm-hmm. to see this happen. No, in fact, they're not going to. Cowboys are going to win. Cowboys no, they're not. No, I, How about them Cowboys? Uh, Packers have won Packers seven straight. Definitely I mean, win that game. I mean, definitely. But I mean, I would not be surprised to see the Cowboys win. I wouldn't be surprised either way because, I mean, obviously the Cowboys routed him during the regular season. They beat him pretty bad. So the they were playing season. very poorly. But they were playing really badly, and they're playing and a lot it's better. Regular season. It's not the playoffs. You know what happens right. when the playoffs come around, Pat? You can throw out the record books. <laughs> Well, actually, Thank you, you need Jeff. the record books to get into the playoffs. They're almost specific. <laughs> well, that's why can. once you get in the playoffs, though, you throw them out. Okay, once you're in the game, you can throw the record out. In almost every circumstance, that's true. You don't, the record doesn't it affect is. the game You don't really need to say it. It just mm. happens to be a fact. No. Uh, so we got that going next week. There's and then, lot, of course. I was looking at the eight teams left, though. I mean, uh, Atlanta, I would like to see do something because yeah. they never do it. And I like their offense. And I, I'm, I, I, I'm, they're probably the team I'm rooting for most out of this. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know. But, I mean, the NFC teams, now the Packers are exciting to watch. They'll mm-hmm. be a great team to watch, high-profile quarterback and everything else if they make the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I, we, I've seen them there a couple of times, so part of me is like, all right, there they are again. But I understand, and I like that Pat's going to have a team in there, and mm-hmm. it, there's something exciting about that. The, if the freaking Seattle Seahawks or Dallas Cowboys make the Super Bowl, Especially be, against the New England oh, Patriots. It's going to be again. again. It's going to be the Patriots. Oh. And the Patriots are in, right? I mean, right. They, they're, sure. they're, they're going to win this There's week. nobody that can beat them. I mean, you know, could they think. lose to the Steelers? I think the answer to that oh, pro- maybe. probably yes. But, maybe. I mean, it's, it's you know, uh, they've That's got a tough. real good chance. I mean, yeah. it, it's going to be the Patriots and the Cowboys. No, I don't think the, I don't think the Cowboys. Patriots and the Cowboys. I hope you're wrong. I think Brody, the, Brady, oh, God, Brady against Dak. Anybody but the Cowboys. I hope you're wrong. Any of the eight teams, even the freaking Seahawks can win before the Cowboys win. Any of the eight teams other than the Cowboys. I'm pretty optimistic for the Pack's chance at making the Super Bowl if they beat Dallas. Because, I I mean, either Seattle, they already destroyed Seattle a couple of weeks ago, 38-10. And I think they can beat... Atlanta too. So Atlanta Green Bay so would be a too. fun championship. That would be a fun championship. That would be game. fun. That's that what I'm rooting for. Atlanta Green fun. Bay and then uh, New England and, and Pittsburgh. That, that's That'd a great a, final. That's four. a great. Yeah. Game. Uh, yeah. And we might get yeah. that. We might, might actually get that. There's a lot. Of, I mean, the other four teams. I hope they never win another game. Um, <laughs> you don't mean that about the Cowboys. I, mean, I you're, definitely you're mean about the Cowboys and the, the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily mean it about the Texans, but I don't want to see them win. You know, every once in a while, one of these teams squeaks through with like. You know, you know, this happened um, a couple of years ago with uh, the Phoenix uh, or Arizona Cardinals, um, where they um, they had they got Carson Palmer got hurt, right. and they had like a 19th mm. string quarterback. Mm-hmm. But they started off the season so, so well, great. they still got a bye, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And like you're in that division series, and you're just rolling your eyes, like there's no way they're going to beat anybody because they, you know, they, they don't they have like you know a guy who's thrown three passes. And the same thing happened with the Raiders this year. Which yeah. was really, I mean, there's a. That was a real shame. That was a real. I would have loved to see the Raiders. The Raiders that team is had exciting. A tremendous year. Yeah. yeah. 
And Derek Carr was so good this year, and then to break his leg at the end of the year just sucks. Sucks. I would have loved to have seen them at their best against the Texans. Of course, the Texans would have lost. So maybe I don't. Well, I wouldn't have loved to see that. No, but you would like to. I mean, but they you, probably you don't want to beat people at their worst anyway. It's not much of an accomplishment when the, when the when Houston beat De- uh, Oakland over the weekend. It's like. Well, yeah, it was yeah. just an, it was I mean, honestly, I mean, whatever. you want to talk about a garbage set of football games. Now, I know Pat's exciting, excited because his team won, mm-hmm. and you always take exception. When your team wins, you don't care how it happens. The first half was sort of close, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. the, the Giants actually probably really outplayed him for yeah, the first, in, until the last two minutes. Plus, mm-hmm. Aaron, um, but I mean, that game, the second half was death to watch yes. because there was nothing, I mean, they were, it was a blowout. All four games, I think the average was a 19-point margin. I mean, that was a yeah. crap heap of football games as a collection. Even if you mm-hmm. like your the one team, you're, I mean, the other three were disasters. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not a Giants, if you're not a, a Packers fan, that game was dull it's city a as well. 25-point blowout yeah, in the I mean, There was just nothing, no, so. no juice in those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully that gets fixed on what a lot of people think is the best football weekend of the year. The this divisional. Coming? Yeah, because yeah. you get four games. Uh, it's the last time you get four games for the entire yeah. season. Right. Um, you get two a full weekend, two games each day. I mean, it's it's, it's unbelievable how fast that went by too. I mean, it just seems like we were just talking yeah. about how football's back, and now it's almost over. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Good golly, I can't believe how fast. And I will say, I I got a bunch of uh, emails, and I, you know, I'm going through. I've got. I mean, there was a time I had like 200 new emails just sitting in my box with all sorts of urgent updates that I was not checking. The one that was, I would say, 60% of the traffic, however, was Keith sending me the fact that I lost the football picks thing. So, (laughs) yes, Keith, I got it. I lost the football. And I lost it on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles defeating the Dallas Cowboys in the last week of the season, which, by the way, completely worth it. I don't care if it's the most meaningless game in the world. I don't care if there wasn't one person who was on the Cowboys roster the week before or the week after. I'll still take the win because it's the stupid Cowboys. There you go. All right. And just well, so just that. so you know, uh, the Patriots uh, defeated the Texans uh, the third game of the year, 27 to nothing. Twenty. I knew it was a huge I mean, blow. They 27 to nothing. Good gosh. That's... <laughs> That's embarrassing. And, and with Brady healthy and playing, oh, my gosh. Can you believe? And playing can you imagine so well how bad too. that's going to be? Oh. I mean, you know. Brady, I, Brady wants this deflate gate scandal yes, to end with does, him winning man. the MVP yeah, and then winning the Super Bowl so badly. Yeah, he does. Uh, you know, I, and I, I'm you predicting know. 45 to 7. That's my prediction. 45 You're 7. going to give him a touchdown? I'm going to yeah. give him one touchdown. It's the playoffs. Because uh, uh, Osweiler played, you know, fairly decently over the weekend, so yeah. maybe it's forty-five. Don't look for that to continue. <laughs> Not against Patriots. Snow Not against Patriots. In New what? Snow and twenty-nine Snow in New England for that game. That's, yeah. That's cold. There you go. All right. All right. So we bla- we didn't do one piece. Of, no, but uh, the we prep. will. We will get um, to stuff. Uh, hopefully, uh, this prep is better than the prep that was done on the Lay's potato chips. Uh, by our producer, and we'll uh, check that in a little bit. But, but it's uh, fun to be back, Pat. Uh, I'm glad to it see you. It is, it. and, and uh, uh, Jeffy, it's uh, good to have you. Back. You're here too. Mm. Oh my God, I got to tell you how I missed you. <laughs> oh man, really? Oh, you ask anybody. Oh, ask anybody how much. A I lot have. of people. I I actually got several messages on Twitter who were saying, "Hey, you know, we're you know, we it sucks that you're not there while you've been gone. They've been easy on Jeffy, and it's terrible." Is that true? <laughs> No. Well, I don't know. Did we hammer you? Probably, probably that. It probably is true. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll fix true. that. Did we? Yeah, we will go, fix I tell that. you what. Go back and listen to Friday, because uh, I know that we were we were reviewing our company a little mandated 
thing of mm -hmm. what uh -huh. kind of person we are. And yeah. I believe Mr. Beck mm -hmm. started it off with, oh, it must say fat. <laughs> <laughs> that must be number one. So, no, I don't know. I'm if sure I left it at right. that, though. I'm sure I didn't participate. <laughs> no, of course in that not. At all. Of course not. Because, uh, you know, that's uh, the did, kind of person I am. Did it of course say not. fat? <laughs> I assume it. It'd be number one. Salt, it was yeah. his number one attribute. Okay. Was fat. Uh, you know, you can take a positive step toward uh, self-reliance. That's uh, a really good feeling. If you know that when things go sideways, you and your family are still going to be okay. It's kind of the thing you're supposed to do as a dad or a mom or a member kind of, of a society or, and your 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 household in particular. You kind of need to take these steps, right? I mean, it's like the thing you're mm -hmm. most responsible for is making sure your, uh, I don't know, family stays alive. And God forbid something goes wrong. You can't depend on the, the things you're used to. You can't depend on even capitalism in a short-term environment in, in particular to provide the things that you need. We've seen this over and over again with storms, natural disasters, terrorist attacks. Sometimes you need to have some food. And my Patriot Supply can take care of it for you. My Patriot Supply can get you fixed up for anything from, you know, just a few hours, like 72 hours, so three days to take care of, uh, you know, most eventualities. Or, it, like in this case, four weeks, which gets you prepared for almost everything. What, 90, 95 percent of anything that goes wrong? Or you can go all the way up to a year or more if you want to and really be prepared for like a zombie apocalypse mm -hmm. or, you know, a total economic crash that might take a while to, to overcome. I found the flaw in the system, Pat. What yeah. I've done is I put my Patriot Supplies phone number into my phone, and then mm -hmm. I'm just going to wait for the apocalypse to happen and then call so I don't have to spend in advance. You might want not want to do that. You might hmm. want to take care of that ahead <laughs> really? of time just in case, huh. you know, there's some mess up you, in you the communication system, too. You can't afterwards, no. after the disaster? That doesn't work as well. Okay. Uh -uh. Hmm. Uh -uh. And you can do this. For four weeks of preparation for $99, and the shipping is free. 888-411-5290. So. 888-411-5290 is the uh, number. Call them now. Get set up. Preparewiththeblaze.com on the web. Preparewiththeblaze.com. It's Pat and Stu. Hi. Uh, with Stu actually here, which is yeah. you know, you know you've somewhat been different sick. than the it has fact been. That, what have we done? Four hours today? I mean, this is our mm -hmm. fourth hour of broadcast, and I'm, I'm like exhausted. I'm actually really tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I wasn't even, you know, like, I didn't even talk the whole time on the other show. And uh, I'm actually and now physically you're, tired. you're spent. Yeah, it's like how Jeffy must feel, you know, with a stare. Yeah. Is that right? You know, if you had to go up that hole. And not just one stare. You can, well, you're not going to get up two. I'm trying to make it realistic here. You know? uh, so, uh, did you see this uh, from CBS? I guess this is CBS Radio uh, News. Did a report on the Trump um, uh, attacker. So, uh, you know, you guys, I'm sure, talked about this uh, last week. But a guy... The four uh, kids. Four kids in, beat up... Four a, black kids in Chicago. Supposedly beat up a... I mean, they definitely beat up and tortured, basically, a disabled kid, right? Right. Um, from what I read, it wasn't entirely clear that the kid that was being beat up was actually a Trump supporter, but they were treating him, at least, as a Trump supporter. Right. Um, and, and that may have been just because he was white and they assumed... Or right. maybe he said something positive about Trump. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but was, uh, this is kind of an interesting media moment in that. He, this story, so the story is four black teens beat up a white kid. Listen to this radio report. 
The viral video of a beating and knife attack in Chicago suggests the assault had racial overtones. CBS's Dean Reynolds tells us the victim is described as a mentally challenged teenager. In the video, he is choked and repeatedly called the N-word. His clothes are slashed and he is terrorized with a knife. His alleged captors repeatedly reference Donald Trump. Police are holding four people in connection with the attack. Now, that is amazing. It's amazing. If never, you listen to that. Never do they mention that the victim was white and the perpetrators were black. Because, I mean, why, you know, it's a weird thing. Uh, because the black perpetrators are calling mm. the white person the N-word. Right. And then they're, the attackers, who are mm. black, are referencing Donald Trump. But when you hear it out of context, what Jeez. it sounds like is, hey, a bunch of white people are beating up a black person, calling him the In the, the name N-word. of Trump. In the name of Trump. When it was actually the Trump person who was being beat up and was the white person in the particular interaction. Uh, now, bizarre. did they do that on purpose? I don't know. I, I mean, it, I... It's, it's so, a weird report yeah, either way. It is a really weird report, and they go so far out of their way to not let not you know what the story bl- is. Right. It's, it feels intentional, though. I mean, I, I listen to that radio station. That's CBS uh, Radio from New York, um, and they you know, have a format where they're basically just constantly doing you know, headlines, quick updates. And it's, it's helpful for me in the morning when I'm getting ready and stuff for prep purposes because mm-hmm. um, and you can listen to it like on TuneIn Radio or something because they'll list a bunch of stories. You'll hear a ton of stories. And even if I don't like their spin on it, at least I'm getting a headline and I'm like, oh, I got to look into that a little bit more before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I mean, I listen to enough of that station to not they're not like a hardcore leftist station that's constantly doing things like that. I mean, it's a pretty straight news feed. Um, so that's a really weird, um, really weird thing from and it may have been that. unintentional. Yeah. But but they were clearly avoiding saying that. The perpetrators were black. And that's pretty common, honestly, with news. It is common. I mean, that's not just here. But the fact that it was the reverse and they still went out of their way and they Mm -hmm. went out of a way to make it sound as if it was a racial attack against a black person. I mean, that really that is the way that was presented in a very video. He is choked and repeatedly called the N word. Well, there's no way you would think, well, okay, then the victim was white. (laughs) There's no way. So it's, you know, we're really bending over backwards to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, this I think it wasn't right. intentional. But it does seem like it was intentional. Geez, that really seems intentional. Um, but that's, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, I mean, you expect that. I guess it's New York. I mean, it, it's funny because we always talk about how the, uh, you know, everyone's an elitist in New York and, and they're always kind of like trying to push their will down the, the way of the American people. Uh, but if you were a New Yorker, wouldn't you believe it at this point? I mean, they basically said, hey, here's our two worst citizens. Go ahead, pick out of them for the presidency of the United States. And we're all like, oh, great. I can't wait. I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't you be an elitist if you were a New Yorker? Uh, they, they took the biggest, they, they went to their, the, the back of the dung heap and pulled out two candidates and threw them in front of us. And we all like got ravenous about them. Ate it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of co- well, of course they think they're better than us. They give us <laughs> their worst and we pick them. I'd be an elitist too. And Texas offered you the best. I said, no, I, I no, thank so. you. No, no thank so. you. No. Um, but people are reacting to this uh, whole Trump thing very, in very difficult ways, man. Mm. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on radio, and we wanted to show you some of the evidence here. Uh, because we got into kind of the, uh, the serious aspects, I guess, of it. And, and you know, Glenn, when, the way Glenn, you know, is talking about these issues uh, today. You know, and just saying exactly what he believes. But, you know, like trying to be a little bit more understanding. Um, it's not really what we do here. 
so uh, let's look at this, some of the tweets. Uh, here is one of them. Uh, this, this is a guy. He's the climate guy. Um, and he uh, was very despondent about the way people are reacting to climate and climate change these days. He starts off his rant with, I'm starting my 11th year working on climate change, including the last four in daily journalism. Today, I went to see a counselor about it. Mm. Oh my God. I mean, I, right. I, if you, I, I mean, I don't think I could ever go to a counselor for, you know, for the news. I, I, don't, no. I don't think I'd ever get there. Although, I mean, I'm sure there's something maybe. I'm saying this, but again, this is not the Holocaust we're talking about. This is a 0.9 degree temperature rise over right. a century. Uh, this is what is so right. frustrating about this. And it's not, I mean, I obviously say they're, they're saying all the worst things in the world are going to happen. And honestly, what they're predicting is far worse than the uh, uh, Holocaust even. I mean, they're saying it's the Holocaust for everybody, mm-hmm. not just in Germany, not mm-hmm. just in Europe, everywhere on the planet, everyone dies. So I guess in reality, they're, what they're saying is much worse. And the fact that they accuse us of being scaremongers with that attitude has always been uh, an amazing uh, feat of mental gymnastics. But uh, the tweet uh, storm goes on. Uh, he says, uh, I'm saying this because I know people feel deep despair about climate, especially post-election. I struggle every day. You are not alone. Well, thank you, Eric. It's nice to know. There are days where I literally can't, can't work. I'll read a story and shut down for the rest of the day. You should be fired then, Eric. Not helps. Uh, not much helps uh, besides exercise and time. And, and we. And I will say that last part does relate to all of us. Exercise is always the big cure. Whenever we have a problem, oh. we're just, we, we can't keep ourselves away from the oh, gym, and that's man, the problem. That's right. That's uh, right. Sometimes we become. You're like, hey, you guys aren't. You're not eating enough. Uh, you're working out too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could tell that's those are the moments of real are deep despair. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're almost getting too buffed. Yeah, uh, I get that one all the time. Yeah, um, you yeah. know. Uh, goes on. Uh, our friendly uh, climate uh, activist goes on. The counselor said, "Do what you can," which I think is simple and powerful advice. I'm going to start working a lot more on mindfulness. <laughs> Do what you can. That's super powerful <laughs> advice. I don't know Man, why. Man, is that powerful? <laughs> yeah. well, hey, well, do right. what you can. You know. <laughs> wow, what a profound effect you just had on my life, dude. Thank you. I don't know why. When I read that one, I, I, I pictured <laughs> the therapist just rolling his eyes. Going, I don't well, know. Just do what, do you, what can. you can. I'll see you in a week. Yeah. Just please <laughs> get the hell out of my up. office. Your time's up. I mean, I, I know it's four degrees outside, so it's really hot. But see if you can maybe take off some clothing on your way back to the car. <laughs> do what you can. Uh, but uh, do what you can. Do what you can. Uh, do what you can. Uh, the sweet storm worried. continues. It's actually fairly lengthy. Uh, despair is natural when there's objective evidence of a shared existential problem we're not addressing adequately. You feel alone. Mm. However, wow. uh, you feel powerless. You may feel like nothing matters. Your relationships suffer. You feel guilty for not doing more. Think about what this kid is saying. He's, he's saying that his relationships are suffering because of a 0.9 degree temperature rise over the last 100 years. Not in the last day. Right. <laughs> in the last 100 years. years. Uh, wow. Isn't that 36,000 days, um, 36,500 days. It's like, I, you know, let's take this, take them at their, their most basic as accurate, right? Like they believe there is, uh, it's man-made, it's coming. There's no signs of it turning around from government intervention. And we are facing a real catastrophe. Even the idea that people like, I don't know, Elon Musk or somebody in that realm could come up with a scientific solution that would cut over a couple of decades our, uh, you know, our emissions 
by 70, 80, 90 percent. I mean, they're, they, they, obviously, with the exception of expense, all the technology exists for what they say they want. Right. It's just mm-hmm. too expensive at this point. And what mm-hmm. they want is the government to step in and force people to use it. But I mean, don't you have any faith at all inside of you that a scientist or an entrepreneur or somebody is just going to come up? Or, by the way, one of the multiple dozens of countries that don't have to deal with uh, with uh, the constitutional restraints that we have, all the dictatorships who might say, you know, maybe China will just spend 20 billion dollars and develop some new solar technology that will solve this for everybody. There's not even a part of you that allows that to enter into your mindset. You get so depressed you have to go to counseling over it. I mean, even as a person who is an obvious climate, you know, a skeptic, if we're going to use these terms, uh, and I'm not skeptical of the climate, but I mean, of the solutions that are proposed by people like this. It's like I even if they are right, I have enough faith in scientists that they're going to be able to solve these tough technological problems and will be able to adapt to them. That doesn't even, and it's just despair from these people. And it really does show. I mean, you could let yourself go down one of these roads. We talked about this a little bit on, uh, on radio and that we've all kind of been in moments where you feel like you have utter despair. And I, I honestly do feel that from time to time, but I don't live like that. I mean, this is, this mm-hmm. is affecting your freaking life. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you believe what you believe, but you, do you let it swallow you like that? Yeah, you shouldn't. I mean... And there's, I mean, they always claim this unbelievable evidence of, of what they're afraid of. And I, I don't, we, we don't ever actually see it in existence. There's no, the planet is not literally burning. The planet is not literally uh, upheaving and throwing us off of it. It's, it's not like any, anything out of the ordinary well, is even happening. I mean, the things that would have, why would you care about climate change, honestly? Why would you care? You would care, you care because, because it's mm-hmm. it's causing food shortages. Few food shortages, violent uh, storms yeah. to be hitting in, in ways that we are not able to handle. Exactly. Um, uh, you An know. increase in the severity and the frequency of hurricanes right. that we were promised in an inconvenient truth. Right. We haven't seen that. We We've haven't seen, seen an opposite. increase in tornadoes. The we haven't opposite. seen an increase in drought. We haven't seen an increase in any of these main That's all indicators. about the same. The tornadoes so, are about the same. In fact, yeah, a slight decrease. slight decrease. Yep. So you might say, okay, well, you know, ice is melting and eventually this stuff is going to happen. And, and you know what? Who knows? Let's just, we'll, we'll leave that open for the moment and say maybe, you know, the, that, that stuff will, I mean, like the, the, the sea level rise that they're talking about is not, it, it, there could be issues with that. Um, you know, if, if they're right, we would see a sea level rise of, you know, I, I don't remember what the latest um, uh, estimates were. The, the previous one was 11 inches over by 2100, 11 inches of sea level rise. I be, that's increased, I believe, in the last IPCC report. Um, however, let's say it's taken it's a foot and a half. If you had an 18 inch sea level rise, there would be issues. You would have to adapt. You'd have to build mm-hmm. sea walls in places. You would have to you, you might lose some valuable real estate. Uh, you might have to move people a, a, a mile or two inside the shoreline. I don't know. I mean, these are well, and that's for and, predictions. Right. That's not stuff that's already happened. Right. Exactly. But even if you just look at the predictions, I mean, there's no reason to react like this. And and this is also something that is as they will tell you in all of their reporting, how wonderful all the progress they're making in solar is and how Mm -hmm. great the electric cars are. They will tell you how wonderful these things are. Obviously, when they get to the point where they actually are, people will endure. We've even said it. We freaking love the Tesla. We sing its praises all the time because it's good. Yeah. Not because it's, it's helping the environment, but because it's actually better than other cars. 
Uh, and when that stuff starts happening, you're not going to have an issue. Right. Um, we're running super right. late. I guess we should come back to this here, here in, a, in a little bit. Um, uh, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Back with more patents too in a second. I just don't understand the panic. It's like, how can you, how can you live like Sense. that? How that can you live like that? Triple eight seven two seven back. We're talking about this uh, despondent journalist uh, who is starting his eleventh year working on climate change, oh, no. including uh, the last four in daily journalism, and he had to go see a counselor about it because he's not getting the results he wants. We haven't spent ten trillion dollars to deal with this point nine degree temperature rise over the last one hundred years. And the 20-year pause that we're now seeing uh, in the temperature rise. But he's pretty upset about it. And uh, he's going into despair. There are days when he literally can't even work. Over yeah, really terrible. Um, he says, uh, what the hell am I supposed to do? Write another blog post? <laughs> Our Secretary of State is the effing Exxon CEO. <laughs> that is a... That must be a tough moment, I would I say. I love it. Uh, Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad I that's tough for him. I mean, it, we've been critical of Exxon, <laughs> not for them being too much of deniers, but no. the fact that they've just been embracing every other technology and, and all their advertising seems to be focused on everything else they do other than, I don't know, fuel civilization. And they, they seem to be caving in to the global warmists. They seem to be granting them their point by saying, right. yes, we are polluting the earth, but we're trying to do a lot better now. And I think they've just realized and that that's the better way to go. I guess so. Pu public, like instead of fighting it, just say, oh, no, we're part of the solution. And, mm -hmm. and, and by the way, I, I don't mean it unless like they're blowing it off. They've take, they spent millions and millions of dollars on this stuff. This is not a, this is not a passing thing. They've spent way more in, uh, in activities that would make this guy happy than, it is, than they more. have, like, donating to a free market think tank that opposes climate regulation. I mean, they, they did that, you know, 20 years ago uh, for a short period of time, which, by the way, I have no problem with. They should be able to freaking donate to free market think tanks, and they, sh they should. Um, but they realized mm -hmm. it was a PR nightmare, um, so they stopped doing it a long, 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 long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that's, you know, they... They've tried to hammer Exxon ever since, and, and they're the face of this because they're the biggest company. But, I mean, it really is a BS argument at this point. And, by the way, Eric is a perfect example of what uh, Simon Sinek was talking about on the radio show today, of a millennial that just wants to make a difference and can't, so he just wants to go away. He can't make a difference. He wants to be <laughs> Yeah. I can't. I don't know if he's a millennial. I mean, it looks like millennial. a millennial. Born in 81. Yeah. 81, okay. As, as people might know, I'm, of course, a millennial. Um, <laughs> by somebody's definition. There's one definition that says it started. It starts in 1976, which is the one I've adopted because yes. I was also born in 1976. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. So I was born on February 9th, 1976. Mm -hmm. Makes me one of the first millennials. I mean, I was a, a trailblazer when it comes to millennials, <laughs> and I think you see that reflected in my attitude all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I don't act like these idiots. Uh, this guy uh, has decided that we're effed. Um, number one comment I get is we're effed. Uh, that's not totally true. 
in order to save the planet, we have to confront this despair. So, okay, he's not saying we're effed, but he's responding to others who are. Mm-hmm. Climate despair on its own isn't bad. It's a sign you care. It's just hard to function when you feel the weight of the world crashing down. I mean, this is amazing. What? I, I would love to talk to this guy. I mean, honestly. And just have a decent conversation with him. Tell us exactly what is happening that you're so incredibly uh, in despair over. What, what climate problem is causing you such a pain? What is it? I would be interested to see what they refer to specifically. I mean, my guess is they would talk about, you know... Melting ice? I would say, like, you know, the potential for displaced peoples in third world countries. I mean, let's not talk about potential. What's happened? There's... I mean, because that's the new deal, is that this isn't something in the future. It's happening now. Catastrophe is on us now. Okay, what is it? Oh, the What's deforestation the in Southeast Asia right now is horrible. Is I, I can't even wake up in the morning. I, I, I honestly think it's like a lot of it is. <laughs> is that one of the deals? Deforestation in Southeast Asia. We'll have to look into that and see because I'm not familiar. I, with they're, I mean, they're, they're, made, they're turning it into a desert. Are they? Oh is that because Southeast Asians are cutting down trees? Yeah. It's funny because there's two <laughs> things you should know about change. deforestation. <laughs> two things that are important, I think, to know about mm-hmm. deforestation. Uh, number one, there's more trees on the planet than there were uh, before we started it. Uh, because they keep replanting important. them. Yeah. Um, uh, secondarily, though, and, and I think more importantly, is uh, we've basically only had a civilization that anyone would care about keeping since we started deforestation. Uh, forests suck. <laughs> okay? Trees get in the way yeah. of, I don't know, roads and yeah. homes. McDonald's, so. Hardee's, uh, all the things that are good about Gardens. Life. There's not a lot of um, gardens in the forest. You ever go to that forest no, Taco not. Bell? No, you no, haven't. No, no. Uh, because there isn't no. one. The only thing good in the forest. the forest farms? Those are just trees. Those are just trees. The farms is where they grow food. Right. I mean, there's no trees there. Granted, I will give you Keebler. I will give you that. Uh, the elves in the tree, that's they the make delicious cookies. It's one though. freaking tree, though. It's one. <laughs> only one. All the okay? trees on Earth, that's it. Don't cut that one down. I'm with you on that. Okay? <laughs> but beyond that... Certainly uh, not until you evacuate the elves, at least. Right. You know. No. Uh, I mean, I think it goes... To, it's one of those things where you can get down those roads. And, you know, Glenn certainly goes down these roads sometimes where he says... If X happens, then Y will happen, then Z will happen, then we'll start over at A, B, C, D, and E mm-hmm. is really terrifying. And I think a lot of times, not just Glenn, not just people uh, you know, like this guy from, on the climate, you, you overestimate uh, your certainty on all of those steps occurring in order. Sure. Um, and a lot of times they just don't happen. Sure. But you know? they don't buy into anything that Glenn is saying. No, of course well, not. But they, he's crazy for even saying it. But damn it, do they expect us to go with yep. them on yes. all, all of, of this global warming hysteria. Yeah. And the fact is, they're in the minority here. The vast majority of Americans do not go down that crazy path with them on it. They, I mean, there are some Americans that are concerned Many of us believe that there has been some warming, but it's generally paused over the last 17 to 20 years. Uh, And it's not a problem even then because warmer weather makes you grow more food. It allows growth to happen. It's only a problem if, you know, four or five more degrees from now, uh, which is not, there's nothing on the horizon that indicates that that's going to happen. Except their stupid uh, climate models, which n- none of which have been right. Yeah, they've all overestimated the heat. And this is why. I mean, you know, I think the average person 
um, when you have an industry that has made prediction after prediction after prediction and is continually overestimated um, and use scare tactics to emphasize uh, you know, predictions that were incorrect to the high side, it's hard to get worked up about your new ones. I got to say, it's it really hard. Is. It's hard. I think I, there's a much better chance uh, that we'll be able to adapt and deal with these things if they occur. And if they don't, we will not have wasted multiple trillions of dollars that we could have used to adapt, uh, uh, which is, I think, a good thing. I just uh, I noticed one of his problems. Um, last year, we lost a huge chunk of the Great Barrier Reef. We are literally ending existence of animals that were here for millions of years. Apparently, there's no other place for these fish to live. If, if that's true, <laughs> if that is true, right. if a huge chunk of the barrier reef was lost, uh, and I'll have to look into that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may attach different amounts of importance that we place on that chunk of the barrier reef. Right. And E&I. that's not to say as well of, you know, that's not what the s- cause was. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> right. that's, that's a whole a separate ship issue. run into it? <laughs> did, well, that would be did, industry, wouldn't it? Uh, yes, that it would. would be industry now, wouldn't it? All right, we need to take a break. 888-727-BECK is the, uh, uh, is the number. We're going to come oh, back yeah. in our utter despair and see if we can oh, the next break. I can't, even, I can't even move. I'm so, I'm so depressed about the barrier reef. Uh, so Hi. coming up, we have a Jeffy segment uh, in a little bit. Well, Yay. Jeffy will say things. I, I don't know. I mean, look, I don't. I don't want to call you out here, Pat. But I, you know, mm. every once in a while, you get one of these reports, and, and you feel so uh, personally abandoned and mm-hmm. uh, hurt uh, by mm-hmm. it uh, that you. I figure it's best to just come out and just ask you honestly if if, if this is true. Okay. Uh, this uh, comes in. It says uh, from Amy, um, Pat was indeed. Nicer than necessary to Jeffy while you were out. Said, quote, and this is in quotes, said, quote, thanks a few times. And even, and this is the part that hits me, and even compliments. No, no. I I hope not. I mean... Does she have a specific compliment? I, please, it, fill us in, I Amy. Mean, uh, if this is something you have, I, I assume, obviously, if something like that were to happen, you'd I, write it down. I can guarantee uh, you I don't recall a compliment, but there might be one in there. <laughs> it just really bothers me. Said thanks um, a few times. You know. Wow. I hope not, but we'll have to we'll have to check the tape and see. Because that's good. Look, I mean, you know, that's just because ridiculous. I'm out doesn't mean you let the thing uh, go to the right. crapper. I went um, to hell last week, if that's true. I, I must have. I, I, you know, I sometimes mean, you get the, you know, he's around and you feel like, hey, he's a human being. I'll say something nice to him. No, he's not. No, that's not right. He's not. That's not right. Being. I may have Don't lost my way yeah. for three days last week. And I, yeah. I, I well, that's good to hear. I'm glad we could sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> 